This is the Two Dudes Week in Review Top 5 Podcast. Check out video versions of this podcast on our website at Two Dudes Reviews. That's D-O-O-D-S Reviews.com. And now, here's the dudes. Wow, unbelievable. And, uh, you know, this is this is our first, like, official, official podcast. The official. other ones have kind of been uh, a ripoff, but... It's been kind of crazy today because uh, Andy's significant other, Jill, got locked up at the DMV. Locked up. I don't uh, know if it was really locked up, uh, but you know. Yeah, and uh, and so it was going to be us two dudes and then Allison and Jill, and so now it's just it's just us two dudes. Uh, Allison is here, but she, she kind of needs somebody to riff off of. Well, and she's sick, and she's going to cough all over the microphone and make us all sick. Yeah, it's one of those. And then we couldn't get the damn audio to work properly because we were going to do this at a professional broadcast studio. And I decided at the last minute because we were all frustrated with timing because Andy's doing a big you're doing like a a motocross thing tonight. Right. Motocross party. A supercross party. Yeah. And so uh, he's doing a supercross thing. He's like, man, I got stuff to do. I got timing. I get it. Timing. I get it. And so anyways, we were running late. I said, I will just come over to Andy's house. We'll do it dry. Just the vocals. Future episodes, we may or may not have the video version of this as well. Uh, we'll get into that here on the very first. You, you don't want to see us. You can watch our YouTube channel to see how ugly we are. Yeah, it, we'll get into the whole YouTube fiasco. Let's uh, let's get this going. It's Two Dudes Reviews. We can review Top 5 Edition 1. Number 5. So, Andy, this one is going to, uh, uh, this because you're a big Trump fan. This, Trump fan? this Well, you're a Trump fan. I, I Yeah, I voted for Trump. <laughs> okay, so... Last Sunday night, he said that he's not racist. I'm, it's not a tumor. Uh, he said he's not. Arnold if he were president. Right. He said he's, he's not a racist. In fact, in true Trump style, I am the least racist person you have enter, ever interviewed. That I can tell you. Yeah, he could tell you that. <laughs> so, you know, here's my whole deal with it. And, and I wouldn't say that I'm the biggest Trump lover on the face of the planet. I think he sticks his foot in his mouth all the time. But. All this rigmarole, all this, I like to call it hearsay on the whole shithole comment is like, have you seen any video or heard any audio of him saying that? I haven't. There is no proof. None. Not like the dress in Clinton's day. (laughs) There is no proof that Trump said shithole. And well, if you Google Nigerian taxi driver explaining Nigeria, he'll tell you it's a shithole. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Trump and the Republicans on damage control all week long. And uh, you watch MSNBC or CNN, and they just drone on and on and on about the whole shithole thing while the guys over at Fox News are actually talking about what's getting done. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, as far as the the fake news outlets out there, it's just deflection. I mean, here's, here's the latest thing to talk about. Uh, here's the latest criticism of Trump because they all hate the guy. But the reality is, is my 401k has never gained more. <laughs> and in my day job, I've never been more successful. I'm really not complaining about Trump being in office. Yeah, no, no, no. Let, let's, let's spend wall-to-wall coverage just talking about uh, he may or may not have referred to a shithole as a shithole. You know, the reality of it is if he did say it, so what? Those countries, have you been to Haiti, Jave? No. Would you like to go to Haiti on vacation? I've been to Mexico. Okay, but it's not Haiti. (laughs) The reality is you call a shithole a shithole and everyone gets all up in arms. But the reality is, is that, okay, let me ask you a question, Jave. When you were in grade school, okay, and you guys were going to play a game and you got to pick your team, did you pick the shittiest player in the lineup to come on your team or did you pick the best player in the lineup? Who do we really want coming in our country? I get it. I get it. Thank you very much. I get it. All right. Number four. 
Oh, okay. So number four, speaking of Republicans, <laughs> they control the House and the Senate. So why the pressure of a government shutdown? Most Republicans voted to keep things open moving forward with a short-term funding compromise, but most Dems are voting to shut down the system over DACA and the Children's Health Insurance Program. Who's right and who's wrong? There is no right and wrong. They're all messed up. Why can't they just agree to make the country run and do what's good for America? Now, of course, the Republicans would say, look, we've got all Republicans that are voting to keep the government open. Not all of them. There are a few that are holding out because they don't want all the extra spending that's in the bill. Right. But the Democrats are um, are uh, they're saying, well, let, wait a minute. You Republicans hold you got you have the House and the, and the and the and the Senate. Why can't you get this done? Well, because they can filibuster because we don't have enough votes to break the filibuster in the Senate. So did you like what uh, what J- Jimmy Kimmel was saying the other day? He was he, he equated this to going into a coffee shop and ordering an espresso and saying, yeah, I'd, I'd like to get an espresso. And the lady says, OK, here's an espresso and a 10 pound bag of crap. And he goes, well, wait a minute. I don't want the 10 pound bag of crap. And she says, well, no, you have to have the 10 pound bag of crap. I got to charge you for the 10 pound bag of crap. And he's going, but I don't want the 10 pound bag of crap. And so what a lot of the Dems are saying is, look, um, we're, we're for the, 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 the kids, but we don't want all the other BS to come along with this with the shutting down of DACA. Well, I don't agree with DACA, right? Okay, let me ask you a question. You sneak your kids into Disneyland and you don't pay for them. You all sneak in, right? Is it when they catch you, is it right to let everybody stay? In that particular case, I would say absolutely not, but I don't think we're talking about Disneyland here. So I get your argument. Uh, We are talking about every other country in the world sees us as Disneyland, right? (laughs) That's how I see it. The reality is, is illegal aliens are illegal aliens are illegal aliens. I agree, but if uh, if your kid was born at Disneyland... Uh Okay, then um, he could be Minnie Mouse's little illegitimate child (laughs) or whatever. But the reality is, is those, those kids, unless they are moving towards citizenship or there is a path, then... And, and are they are they productive members of society? You were born 20 years ago and you're now a gangbanger. Get out. Right. And a lot of folks would say that, yes, they are productive members of society, yeah, e- even though they are birthers, but they are productive members of society. And I have no problem with them staying as long as they're moving toward a path of citizenship in the proper way. And I heard a story where one person who has been uh, here where we are locally, mm-hmm. uh, their family owns one of the uh, Guadalajaran or, or El Salvadorian restaurants here in town. Uh, she's worried about getting kicked out of the country. Um, and the challenge is to do it legally and to stay in. You know how long that process is going to take? 20 years. Well, that's that's a long time. But as long as they're moving toward it again, why can't the law read? As long as you are doing the steps, you've got your application in, you're going to whatever classes need to be done or whatever else. Absolutely moving toward it. Right. right. So I think the we need to fix a bureaucracy to make to be able to expedite this quicker than 20 goddamn years. Well, right. Isn't the bureaucracy all the problem right now? Number three. All right, so Donald Trump uh, gave out his delayed fake news awards. Did, did, you, did you see any of the fake news? You're not a Twitter guy, right? I'm not a Twitter guy, and I don't watch news because, well, it's all, you know, skewed. <laughs> well, apparently, um, <laughs> he, uh, he was supposed to do the fake news thing, uh, the, the, the award winners, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern on Twitter. And I think this was, what, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. And people who went to the website after he tweeted this out got a message saying, sorry, this website is currently unavailable. It took him about an hour 
to get the website actually up and running. And when they did, it kind of looked like a Republican press party release. Uh, among the big winners, and you're going to like this because I know how much of a fan of CNN you are, uh, four uh, uh, big wins for CNN. Uh, other folks who got uh, some praise, the New York Times got two awards. Uh, one award each, ABC, The Washington Post, Time, and Newsweek. Um, anybody you uh, think should have been on that list? I, I think the whole list and all of it is bullshit. Why are we even focused on it? <laughs> I couldn't agree more, which goes back to me thinking, like, doesn't Trump have something better to do than discussing this whole, uh, well, fake news thing? Well, doesn't the media have something better to do than cover this Donald Trump stupid Twitter fake news thing? Number two. I, I was stationed in Hawaii while in the Coast Guard many, many years ago. Um, and so when I heard about the... Um, the false alert about the incoming ballistic missile. Uh, it was really, really pretty interesting. Now, did, um, did you get the text message from a friend from the island like I did on Saturday morning and then pop, pop, pop open the TV to go, what the hell is going on here? I did not. I actually didn't hear about it until later in the day. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and then, of course, a day or two later, Japan had the same thing happen. Um, from the stories that I actually have read and I have heard, it was just a shift change and a guy pushed the wrong button which is entirely understandable. And then Japan and their news organization or whatever um, did the same thing. I think that's called an intern, I think. Yeah, probably an intern, right? But uh, they did the same thing. And then and, and I guess the big hubbub here is that it took the U.S. 38 minutes to fix it, and it took Japan like five minutes. Now that is just unfathomable to me. It I can't mentally... Because, I mean, in my industry, if you have that big of an F up, how long does it take to correct? Like, people are on that immediately. 38 minutes? Are these guys so mahalo in it that they're, like, you know, out on the beach and doobying it up because it's Saturday morning? Brother, the, the Alua could have been running on the West Shore, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know, right? When I lived in Hawaii, I, I knew one of two things was going on if, if things weren't happening fast. Surf is up or the Alua were running. Number one. You know, I got to say the, uh, the number one story that, uh, of the entire week that really bothered me the most, and we alluded to it at the beginning of this podcast, was, uh, was YouTube screwing the little guys. I got a message, an email message from YouTube saying, look, if you don't reach this threshold of 1,000 subscribers and 40,000 hours of watch time, then we're going to demonetize all of your, con your content. And I know that you, you look... YouTube has egg on their face from allowing some really crappy people to post some really crappy things. I mean, we've been red flagged for stupid stuff because, what, there's tobacco in the video? So they've put on these handcuffs and kind of done a blanket over all the little YouTube content providers out there to put the smackdown on them. And that is, to us, two guys, that's going to hurt our ability to do what we do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, we, you know, we started doing this whole thing as fun, and, and when we started kind of getting some traction and some people coming to us wanting to interview bands and, and things like that, wineries coming to us and wanting to come out and do wine reviews, we kind of said, okay, maybe we have something here. Let's see if we can't kind of turn it into a little business instead of just a hobby. And it seems like YouTube as a, um, as a platform wants to keep it either a hobby or keep it with the big guys, and I don't, I don't necessarily get that. Well, I mean, who is who? Okay, playing devil's advocate here. Who is YouTube's biggest competitor right now? Is it Netflix and Hulu and some of these subscription-based services? Well, it could be. That's not why YouTube decided to go YouTube TV, right? Don't they have their own TV? YouTube channel? Red. 
something like that. Something they want you to pay more for and I won't do it. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's it or um, the other day I was thinking about it and going, well, uh, how many people do something really stupid like eating a Tide Pod and, get, and get 8 million views? And they're stroking a check for 10 grand to this idiot that made one video. They're not serious about it. They're not contributing to the community. Um, is this the reason? The guy that, that you know, whips his kid and pu puts it up there. And even if it's up there for a little bit, gets those million dollar, million views or 10 million views or whatever the number is, and then he gets, uh, you know, he gets a check. Whereas us putting consistent content out every week pretty much. Mature content, sometimes entertaining content. Right. Not too mature, you know, but, you know, sometimes the occasional bad word because I forget myself and go potty mouth. But ultimately, um, I, I have to wonder if that's not part of it. Now, granted, it would be great if it was a tiered system. Um, and the question that we were asking ourselves the other day, OK, so if we can't monetize our videos and we're not going to get paid until we have a thousand subscribers and and four thousand hours of view time are they still going to advertise on our videos and our channel? If so, hmm, what's another avenue besides YouTube? Yeah, because uh, pretty much they're taking money out of our pockets from our hard work and, and labor. And it, you got to know, at this point, we've made zero on YouTube. Okay, maybe 37 bucks, but we've been, you know, busting pretty hard ass on this thing. We've invested lots of money in audio and video equipment and lots of uh, investment of time just to get this thing going so uh, kind of a big slap in the face and it's tough to get a thousand subscribers on youtube either our content sucks either we suck or it's just that difficult and i'd like to think that it's just that difficult <laughs> well maybe it's that our content is too mature maybe if we're bashing each other overhead with baseball bats we'd have more subscribers <laughs> that's right i think we need to start to you know screw the tide pod thing you got any clorox and a, a straw <laughs> i might i might <laughs> andy's oddity of the week Jave, did you hear about the new $6,000 toilet? I, uh, I believe somebody was mentioning this at work. What is a $6,000 toilet? This sounds like something my wife would want. $6,000 toilet from Kohler. It's called the Numi toilet, and they classify it as an intelligent toilet. It has a heated seat. I like that. Wireless streaming speakers. I'm not going to be on the toilet long enough to get through a song, I hope. A foot warmer and a nightlight along with many other cutting edge features. Now, this is from uh, Mental Floss, which was the source. But, um, okay, six grand is a lot of money for a toilet, right? Um, <laughs> seriously, especially when you can go get one at Home Depot for a couple hundred bucks. And I can install an LED light in the back of my toilet, no problemo, for about, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, what, ten bucks maybe. Well, yeah, now Allison just made a great point. Does it Is it a bidet as well as a toilet? And does it, I mean, it, I can imagine some features that it could contain that might be worth six grand. It's not a bidet, it's a bid, yay! <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm with you. I have no desire to spend so much time on a toilet that I need it heated, that I need a foot warmer, a foot massager. Um, a fluffer might be nice. However, that's not... You have the, a girlfriend for that. That's not the right place for fluffing, right? Okay. Unless you're into the Blumpkin, but that's a, that's a whole other podcast. Maybe we should get into the Blumpkin YouTube channel. Jeeves Jacked Up Story of the Week. All right, this is pretty jacked up. Uh, you know, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, they're famous. 
a lot of folks would say for having phenomenal gravy. Now, I've had their gravy. Um, I, I don't think it's exceptional. If I'm going to go with the best fast food chicken gravy out there, I'm going to go with who? Popeyes, I would say. Popeyes, exactly. Because they're little like pieces of meat inside there, and their potatoes have got the little piece of potato in there. Anyways. Well, it's Louisiana fried chicken. And it's Louisiana fried chicken. You can't, you can't beat the uh, spiciness of a good Popeyes. Anyway, uh, I guess KFC... Um, <laughs> which maybe we need to re- do a review. The KFC cocktails. On making a KFC cocktail. Can you believe that? Okay. There's three here. Um, at, at Allison, why don't you come over here? To tell me which one of these you would be willing to try or which one you think is the grossest. Number one, the uh, Bloody Mary. It's called the Gravy Mary. They use vodka, one ounce of gravy, tomato juice, Tabasco, Worcestershire. Uh, you're encouraged to garnish it, of course, with KFC's popcorn chicken. Would you drink that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she said yeah. She whatever. Said yes. uh, number two, we'll have to make that for her, Andy. We'll have okay. to put her to the test. Number two, a drink called the Southern Twist. They use bourbon. Two ounces of gravy. That's a little much, right? Black pepper and brown sugar. Drink it, yes or no? Vomit. It's, oh. I guess that's a no. You know what? I got to say, sounds like a really good gravy. Bourbon in anything is good. So I think the next the next breakfast or you do next time you do KFC, throw some bourbon in there, some black pepper, brown sugar, enhance it up. Yeah, we call that the mashed potato twist. And then the weirdest one of all, the finger licking sour. And there, nothing about this sounds appealing in the slightest. I think, I think they're just making this one up for shock and awe value. It's a mezcal. Three ounces of gravy, cherry liqueur, cherry liqueur with mezcal and gravy. I mean, I don't like mezcal as it is. I can't think of mezcal mixed with gravy, but add in the cherry liqueur. And then lemon juice, orange marmalade, and egg white. That is uh, that's, uh, a disease waiting to happen. Allison, drink it or no? No way. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would uh, waste the mezcal, but if I wanted some fake vomit, that looks like a great recipe. <laughs> okay. The last two sound like vomit. <laughs> um, it, it, am I wrapping up the podcast? You were going to wrap up the podcast with my uh, okay? Did you you don't have another? I don't have another. I don't. I don't. I don't know. She's not here. She's stuck at the DMV. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So here's my other. This will be a quick quiz for the both of you. Um, don't take too long to answer these. Just. A yes or a no, agree or disagree, an okay or not okay is fine. Uh, but I ran across this last week as we all returned to work here in 2018. Some of us thinking about maybe pursuing a new career. Um, nine questions from a survey on office etiquette. Here's question number one. Is it okay to play music without your headphones in at your desk? Like music on the computer, yes or no? Yes, if it's really, 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 really low. I worked medical, and that was a big no-no. Okay. Well, 94% of people surveyed said completely unacceptable. Only 6% of us are fine with it. I think it depends on who's in your office with you, right, if, if it's close enough to the next person because some of the music that people play in my office is horrible. Uh, uh, is it okay to eat really smelly food at your desk like tuna? Now, I would think, much like question number one, this is going to be completely one-sided. Is it okay to bring tuna into work for lunch? No. It's okay. All right. Have, have you ever brought tuna into work for lunch? Yes. <laughs> How about you, Andy? Absolutely. I don't care. Well, okay. I, I'll, <laughs> our, our buddy Rick Metz, which you can uh, see at rickmetz.com or on one of our videos doing cigar reviews, Rick, about a year ago, brought in 
an old piece. It was, I think it was maybe salmon. It could have been tuna. Smelled like trout. Threw this sucker in the microwave. Dude, he fumigated the entire office. All right, that's not acceptable. I'm talking about cold tuna salad. That's great. But, yeah, if you're going to bring up some smelly-ass fish from three days ago, I'm not in. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he... <laughs> Uh, Max Volume, by the way, <clears throat> I got to say thank you, Max. Max is the voice that you hear between segments. Max did the intro and the outro here on our podcast. Uh, Max hazed Rick Metz for six months easy. <laughs> Anytime somebody talked about food, it was, yeah, as long as you don't, as long as you don't Rick Metz the office, so it became, it became a thing. Uh, and 63% say no, 37% say, uh, it's your lunch, so eat whatever you want, and uh, they'll do it with the smell, right? Okay. Number three. Oh, by the way, Jill just got here. Hi, Jill. How was the DMV? Oh, it was fantastic. Line after line. Oh, lots of lines. Line okay. after line after yes. line. Yeah. So uh, they're not doing Tide Pods at the DMV. They're doing uh, Clorox. That's right. <laughs> lots of lines. Okay, number three. Is it okay to take off your shoes at your desk? You tell me. Oh. Um, sometimes I do that. Okay. Oh, no. No, under no circumstances is it okay to take your shoes off at your desk at work. What do you say, Jill? My answer is yes. Uh, see, it's uh, for whatever weird reason, Andy and Jill both say yes. Allison and me disagree. I think I, there's no go okay way. Do you have stinky feet? Then leave your damn shoes on. If you don't have stinky feet, what's it going to hurt? No, it's, it's not about me. It's about the other person who takes off their shoes. Some of the women that roam around my office... And they, some of them may listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to single anybody out here. But you look at their feet, and they're like, you know, they got corns and calluses. They're just gangly looking, man. To leave your shoes and socks on. I don't want to see that crap, let alone run the risk of smelling it. Oh, I, well, yeah, I, okay, fair enough. Yeah, if you have ugly feet, cover them up. <laughs> okay, so 56, I kind of split on this one. 56% said, yeah, it's okay to take off your shoes. 44% said, no, never. I would never take off my shoes. Okay, how about clipping your nails at your desk? Never. Absolutely not. I do it. Oh. So guilty. Oh, Jill is the guilty one. I, explain yourself. <laughs> I need an instant manicure. I've got to clip my fingernails so I can type efficiently. And, um, and then I get up and I, sometimes I go outside and I clip them in the bushes outside. Um, we're being honest here, aren't we? <laughs> we are. <laughs> I'll file my nails and then I go wash my hands, right? Because I got to wash them. Okay. You know, look, I, I would have to kind of qualify this a little bit. I think if you're over a trash can and your nails are getting long and you forgot to clip your nails at home or maybe you took your nail clipper into the office because you always forget to clip them at home, which I sometimes do, and you're over a trash can, no problem on that. But we just had a memo come out at the, uh, at the radio station where I work uh, last week. Somebody has been clipping their nails. We we're not sure if it was toenails or fingernails and leaving a pile of the clippings underneath one of the keyboards at a computer desk in our office. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was visiting that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bad, 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 bad. Okay, a couple more real quick. Number one, or I should say number five, is it occasionally okay to make personal phone calls at work? Absolutely. I would say absolutely as well. Allison? Yes. And Jill? Absolutely. Okay. So here's, here's well, no, here's my thought on that, though, right? It's okay if that's an occasional thing and it's a special, uh, special occasion or it's a special reason, uh, maybe something wrong at home, maybe, you know, something like that. But when you open that door, how many people are going to abuse that? So where I work, there is typically a no cell phone policy um, as long as it's not abused, right? 
Um, and and I, I understand that. So I can understand where it would be, no, it's not okay, because there are people who will just abuse it, and, and then there are people who can use that privilege responsibly. I think if you've got to make an appointment to take your car in to have it serviced, you do that on your own time. Okay, but sometimes the car place is not going to be open after 5.30 or before 8. At lunch. Okay, you do it at lunch. Okay. Or they're going to call you when your car's ready. And that's, I think that's an acceptable time to answer your phone. So uh, the, the study said uh, more people say it, no, it's not acceptable than say, yeah, it's, it's okay. Uh, in fact, 51% of people said, uh, uh, no, not acceptable. 49% say, yeah, it's fine as long as it's not all the time. Should you mute your cell phone so it doesn't make noise all day when you get text messages? Absolutely, I do that. I completely agree. Yes, I agree, mute it. Okay, and according, <laughs> according to the uh, to the survey, seventy five percent say mute it, twenty five percent say don't care. Uh, you know what I say when we're in a staff meeting and somebody brings their cell phone and it starts going off? I immediately chime in and say, "I'll get it," and then I get lots of laughs, <laughs> in the office place. Anyways, uh, is putting your feet up on your desk acceptable? Absolutely. No. Do you know where your shoes have been? Gross. I don't put my feet up on my desk. You know, and I have lots of bosses and managers who have put their feet up on their desk at work when we're in a meeting or whatever, and I have thought, not saying anything about it, but I've thought unconscious, uh, subconsciously, like, that is so unprofessional. It just looks so bad. But you're assuming I have an office with a desk. No, in my day job, I work in a damn cubicle. Yeah. I can put my feet wherever I want. Oh, oh by the way, don't forget, my shoes are off. Oh, Andy. Are your feet gangly? Okay. Two, beautiful feet. All right. Two others. Is it ever okay to eat a coworker's food from the office fridge? Absolutely not. I will punch you in the face if you eat my food. Yeah. Throat punch. Throat punch. Don't eat other people's food. Yeah, it's, it's bad karma. I uh, We once had uh, Red Bull bring over a couple of cases of Red Bull, and Red Bull was first coming on. They were bringing over samples to the radio station. And, uh, and so I told my 7 to Midnight guy, who was a little bit of a firecracker, I said, dude, you can have one, but please leave some for the staff. And the next day I got in, and the trash can was filled with empty Red Bull cans and one left in the case, and we almost came to blows in the parking lot. Well, I, so that, and that's, you know, again, now you're just being a selfish prick. But um, I'll tell you the funny story from my office. We had the salsa thief. So, ah. yeah, so uh, one of the guys goes down to this Mexican restaurant and gets a breakfast burrito every Friday, and he gets extra salsa, and he leaves it in the fridge, so he has it for later, and every time he would leave that in the fridge, someone would take it. He would actually put his name on it, and someone would take it anyway. Oh. Absolutely. So, what did we do? Huh. We dumped about two tablespoons of salt in one and put it in there. And then we dumped in some massive hot habanero, green habanero sauce in another one when that didn't deter them. And now whoever the salsa thief is doesn't take the salsa anymore. Going back to the to the uh, to the the Clorox pods, the, the pod challenge, uh, we used to pour uh, industrial strength cleaner into uh, beverages that people were sneaking outside of the uh, and one little sip and you're oh, my God, what is this? So, OK, one last question and then we'll wrap up today's podcast. Uh, is it okay to pass gas in the office? 
Because as I give it to Andy first, because uh, he's he's not shy when it comes to letting one slide. He's usually pretty proud of it. I gotta say, silent but deadly, and then blame it on the next guy. No. You've never passed gas in the office. I get up and walk away. I get embarrassed. You, however, bullshit. are we going to talk about yoga today? Bullshit. He, he blasted one in yoga That's today. I did not. Yoga. That's the beauty of yoga. You get to smell everybody's farts. Yeah, I did not blast one in yoga. How about you, Jill? I think if you got to let it go, let it go. See, I kind of start my day and judge how if I have any gas at all. And I used to be really gassy for whatever reason. I don't know if it's a change in diet or whatnot, but I'm not as gassy today as I used to be. Maybe it's because we don't drink beer every weekend, all weekend long. That's pretty much it. Now we just drink uh, wine and booze. Yeah, wine doesn't make me as gassy, but. I can usually tell pretty early on in the morning when it's just me alone in the office, in the building, in the studio, if it's going to be gas that has a report, so to speak, you know, that uh, <laughs> garnishes attention. Way too uh, attention. Yeah, so, or, or, or if it's just, you know, because sometimes I'll pass gas and it will have no smell. It's very odorless. What? Oh, Allison really? disagrees. You, you do mean fart, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Can we say fart in a bo- in a podcast? Most of the time, um, you know, like you say, I judge my day off my morning, and I know pretty much how the day is going to go based uh-huh. on my morning. I've got my rituals, all right? right. L- need I say more? No. So you try not to be offensive with the sound if you know that the smell is not going to be offensive. You're all in the clear. I'm pretty much in the clear after 7 o'clock in the morning. I think that's an admittal of guilt right there. Yeah, absolutely. She'll rip them. It's cool. But she's, <laughs> but she's little and cute, so they're not real big ones. <laughs> hey, it's the, uh, it's the Two Dudes Podcast. Please check us out. You can follow us on Twitter, at Two Dudes Reviews. You can follow us on Facebook uh, or check out our website. That's the one easy, one-stop portal to everything Two Dudes. Online at TwoDudesReviews.com. If you, uh, you know, can, can offer a dollar to us, a do- $2, $3, $5, $10. We have some very interesting, very fun things up for grabs to reward you, those of you who want to contribute to this podcast and allow us to keep it going. One of them is having Andy come over and uh, provide four hours of lovemaking with you. So, Oh, nice. Thank you. Mind. Honey, you don't mind, do you? Are you going to offer my services? Uh, no, you're going to be holding the camera. Okay. <laughs> That's the uh, third YouTube channel. Oh, but... But but I would I would donate Warrior Roasters coffee for that. Ah, there you go, there you go. All right, check it out. It's all on our uh, fundraising part of our page here. On it's not Fiverr. It's uh, what's it called? I I forget. We just started the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Episode number one of the Week in Review Two Dudes Reviews Top Five. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for checking out the Two Dudes Reviews podcast channel via Podbean.com. Check out more on our website at Two Dudes Reviews.com.